Destinations Beyond Expectations is powered by Group Experience. Visit groupexperience.com to learn how to build your travel tribe. What is going on? This is Stevie G, and you are listening to DBE, the podcast designed for students of travel. Make sure to visit Destinations Beyond Expectations on Instagram and Facebook so you can be in the know with all the updates happening with the show. Remember, you can find DBE on Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, or anywhere else podcasts are available. And to add to that, you can visit dbetravel.com and listen right from there as well. And of course, make sure to tell a friend about the show. It is now November, which means the holidays are right around the corner, and New York City around Christmas time is truly a magical place to be. My guest today is someone who knows New York very well. It's travel blogger Carrie Greenzin, and on this episode, we'll be talking through 10 must-sees in New York City around the holidays. Carrie has a blog post on carriegreenzin.com that pairs great with our conversation today. Listeners, simply scroll down to the show notes where I have her 10 best things to do in New York City during Christmas blog linked. I really enjoyed learning about all the neat things to do around New York during Christmas. And if you're planning to visit New York during the holidays, I think this episode is a great resource for you. But let's go ahead and get to my chat with Carrie. Carrie, welcome back to Destinations Beyond Expectations. Thank you again for joining me. How are you? I'm good, thanks. Thanks for having me. Of course. Now, Carrie, you've been on the show before to talk about the Big Apple, and I'm so glad to have you back on the podcast to talk about New York City. But this time, we're really going to focus on New York during the holiday season. New York around Christmas time is something we see portrayed in movies, and we hear people talk about how magical it can be. How would you describe what New York City is like during the holidays? Well, you know, I am a huge fan of New York, and I always love to travel during the holiday season. My birthday happens to be Christmas Eve, so it's always a great time to go away. Um, When I lived in New York, I used to leave town for my birthday week and the holidays. But now that I don't live there, I like to go there for the holidays. So um, it's festive, it's crisp, it's exciting. You never know what kind of weather you're going to get, but I mind that. Everything is decorated. People are out bustling. Um, So I just really enjoy that energy. It's super fun. And your 10 best things to do in New York City during Christmas blog gives a wonderful overview of some of the must-see sites and attractions around the city during the holiday season. And number one on your list is visiting the iconic Christmas tree at Rockefeller Center. Tell us more about the tree at Rockefeller Center the special tree lighting ceremony that happens, and any other important things to know about stopping by the Christmas tree at Rockefeller Center. So you can't miss it. You've got to go. You will likely be walking past at some point or many points during your visit there. So the tree is massive. You've seen it on TV. It's gorgeous. It's lit up. And the skating rink is right in front of it. There's music blaring all day long. You know, all of the favorite Christmas holiday songs are playing and people are skating and, you know, it's a great spot for hanging out, for taking photos and just for, you know, feeling the energy of New York. The tree lighting ceremony happens on the Wednesday after Thanksgiving. So it's a big traditional, a week after Thanksgiving, big ceremony, you know, NBC newscasters are there and it's, 
you know, uh, the whole day long event. So if you're around the week after Thanksgiving, then it's probably a really fun thing for you to experience. If you're just there during the holiday, then you'll go by and you'll see the tree and see all the people and, you know, rent some ice skates and go skating for a little bit. I love that. The ceremony sounds like a a must-see thing to do for sure if you're in New York City during that time. But let's jump to number two on your list. Um, You mentioned going up the Empire State Building. I think the views there are incredible throughout the year. But what would you say makes the experience here special during Christmas time in particular? So I am a big fan of going up the Empire State Building. You don't have to do it every time you go to New York, but you've got to at least do it once. It's really special and it's iconic. The building is gorgeous. You know, it's one of the most beautiful Art Deco buildings I've ever been in. And the experience walking up is really special because there's it's like a museum and they're explaining the building and um, and all the history of it. And then, of course, all the movies that have been filmed there and are about that. Um, when you're there at Christmas time and you get up to the observation deck, you'll see that you can buy some champagne. You can listen to Christmas carols. There'll be a piano player. There'll be a guitar player. There's um, heating lamps outside. It is definitely cold and it's definitely windy, so be prepared. But it's gorgeous. You'll see the whole city lit up. And the other thing that happens at the Empire State Building is that they um, light the building based on the holidays. So there's certain lights for uh, Thanksgiving. There's the other colors for Christmas. There's colors for Hanukkah. There's, you know, lit up for New Year's. So if you are at Rockefeller Center and you go up to the top of Rockefeller Center, you can see the lights over at uh, the Empire State Building if you're on the observation deck at the Empire State Building, then of course you'll experience the light show. So it's festive and fun and, you know, it's busy. I recommend that you go at sunset time um, because that's really kind of special uh, to watch as the city gets dark and all the lights come up. Next on your list is the Christmas Spectacular starring the Radio City Rockettes, which uh, sounds like a really fun experience. What can you tell me about seeing the Radio City Rockettes and the Christmas Spectacular? So the Rockettes are, you know, world famous dance troupes since the 1920s. And um, they started with a choreographer named um, uh, Market, Russell Market. And um, he started based on the Follies Berger. He wanted to create a precision dance group. And so I think there were maybe 12 women or something, a much smaller group. Now it's 30 to 40 women, I believe. I actually was a dancer when I was in New York, and while I was not a great tap dancer, I one time went with some friends to an audition because we thought it would be fun to try an audition for the Rockettes. Well, the first thing they do is measure your height, so I definitely couldn't even (laughs) do the routines because I got kicked out right away because I wasn't tall enough. So the the idea behind precision dancing, obviously, is that they're all the same height and they're kicking their legs at the same. So the Christmas Spectacular is just really, really really filled with costumes and dancing and the music and you know the Radio City Music Hall is gorgeous inside it's a very very beautiful uh, famous deco theater and um, so it was something really really special to do and honestly the ticket prices range from you know not that expensive to you can you know spend a little more if you want and there are many shows during um the whole holiday season i think they might have like two matinees and an evening show so you have lots of opportunities to go i think it's really fun for the whole family 
That's good to know. And I'm glad you brought up the sort of the cost there because I just automatically in my mind probably had these tickets more expensive than they, it sounds like they probably would be. So that sounds like um, something that, you know, you don't have to spend your whole New York City budget on if you're going to go there during the holidays. So that's, that's good to know. Um, at number four, your blog mentions going for a stroll down Fifth Avenue to take in the holiday window displays or maybe even do a little holiday shopping. What's the buzz and atmosphere like on Fifth Avenue during Christmas time? Uh, it's the best. You know, I am a big proponent of walking in New York City. I much prefer to walk as much as I can versus getting on the subway or taking an Uber or a taxi. Um, so during the holiday time, if you're out and about, you want to be on Fifth Avenue. Every store, every building is decorated. There's, you know, dancing polar bears in front of the Plaza Hotel. There's giant candy canes and giant, you know, lights everywhere. And people are out and about shopping and you know, enjoying prior to Christmas shopping and then the post-Christmas sales. And um, it's just energetic and it's the part of New York I really like. You know, there are a lot of people there, but it's not um, it's not uncomfortable or obnoxious. I think a lot of people anticipate that being in New York in the crowds is unsafe or um, and I don't have that experience at all when I'm there. So if you start at the bottom of Central Park and you just go on down Fifth Avenue, you'll encounter all kinds of fun things to see. That's great. And then the next two items, too, are kind of in the same, um, you know, category of exploring New York City and the different areas, because Chinatown and Little Italy are number five and six on your list, just kind of getting out there and exploring those areas. Talk about uh, what Chinatown and Little Italy are like during the holiday season. There's so much to do in lower Manhattan that, you know, people focus on uptown and midtown, but you got to get yourself downtown because Italy and the town are just fabulous and they're right next to each other. So you can be wandering in and out and all of a sudden you're in an Italian section and oh, then you're in Chinatown. And if you don't know where you're going, which I kind of don't when I'm down there, it's just fun to wander and get lost. Food is a big thing part of this experience down there. You want to be hungry. And there's lots of amazing restaurants and things to see and stuff to buy. And people are out, you know, buying their Christmas trees. There's lights decorating on all the little streets. So it's windy and um, charming and festive and crisp. But, you know, it's just really fun down there. And I don't think we can talk about New York City in the holidays without bringing up Central Park. Um, it sounds like there's a lot of fun things happening during the holidays. Can you give us some more information about Central Park and what a visit there is like during the holiday season? Well, if you're lucky, you'll have a snowstorm and then you'll be in Central Park and the snowstorm is just beautiful. You know, the rest of New York gets, the, you know, as soon as the snow falls. But if you're in the park, it stays white and beautiful and the trees are great. There's also a very famous skating rink there. So a lot of people skate at Rockefeller Center, but the Woolman skating rink is in the park. There are music performances. There's horse and buggies to ride. There's all kinds of things to do. You can um, check the Central Park website and find out a schedule, you know, depending on when you're there. But also just wandering through, you know, if you're on the east side, wander all the way through the park over to the west side or vice versa or up or down. Um, super fun place to be. Awesome. And the Metropolitan Museum of Art is a great place to visit anytime when you're in New York City. But, you know, particularly during the holidays, it seems like a special thing to do. And it comes in at number eight on your list. 
I'd love to learn a little bit more about some of the unique things that they do to make a visit here special during the holiday season. Sure. Um, you know, my list isn't in any order, so feel free to go to the museum at any time when you're in New York. <laughs> I love to go to all museums, but the Met is a very, very special place. You know, it's great to just hang out on the front steps and it's great to go inside. At Christmas time, of course, because it's the Met, they have the, an incredibly beautiful it's not just a decorated tree, it's art. So it's a, um, I think it's a 20 foot blue spruce that's in um, in the uh, medieval sculpture hall, which is very, you know, you've probably seen it, um, pictures of it if you haven't been there. Very beautiful part of the museum. And there's a 18th century nativity scene surrounding it. The ornaments are beautiful. Um, there's a lot to see in the museum. There's a very special silver menorah there. There's Christmas choirs perform and orchestras perform at the museum. So again, check the schedule um, because you might encounter some really special performance while you're there. Awesome. And two more things we're going to talk about here on your list of 10 things to see uh, in New York City during the holidays. Hudson Yards at Christmas is, is number nine on your list. What can you tell me about the lights, shopping, and events someone can take in at Hudson Yards? So Hudson Yards um, is a giant mall. I mean, huge, huge space of stores and restaurants and things to do. Like I said, I prefer to be outside, out and about in New York, but um, if you are looking for some really spectacular lights and decorations, you've got to go because it's unlike anything I've seen. There are huge, huge displays everywhere. There's music. Um, there are a lot of performances happening um, throughout the season in the mall in different parts. So again, uh, check the schedule or you might just wander and, and encounter something um, while you're there. But lots of shopping, lots of food. And, and it's good to get in from the cold, you know, especially if it's wet. Yep. And, and then finally, at number 10 is a popular after Christmas New York activity that you mentioned. Um, and that's seeing the New Year's Eve ball drop in Times Square. Now, you write a little disclaimer in your blog that this activity isn't for the faint of heart. And if I'm being honest, I'm not sure if seeing the ball drop is for me personally, but it is a popular tradition with a lot of history. And it's something that, as you allude to in your blog, you can look back later and say, hey, I did that. Uh, so, Carrie, tell us a little bit more about the whole experience of New Year's Eve in Times Square. Um, sure. So in my much younger years and, you know, when I lived there, we would find somebody's roof to go up to, you know, so that you could observe and participate without being down there in the crowd. They used to allow as many people as wanted to be there. So, you know, there wasn't any time frame of getting to Times Square. You could just wander in and it would be crazy crowded. Um, but now it's a thing, right? So you they limit the amount of people that can be there. They're blocking off lots of streets obviously but also the whole area so if you want to get a spot to see the whole rock and new year's eve performances and and watch the ball drop apparently you need to get there about noon so that means that you're standing in the cold no chairs you're <laughs> standing there for 12 hours until the ball drops and then beyond so that's why i say it's not for the faint of heart you would need to buy up you would need to have lots of food and warm beverages you would need to figure out where you're gonna 
find a bathroom if you're going to need that in the 12 hours that you're there. Um, you're not going to be standing there for 12 hours with little kids. You, you know, I mean, it's a lot to think about. It's, it's a thing, you know, you would need to really prepare for. It's like if you're going on a big hike, you know, you, you uh, can't just sort of, oh, show up, you know, you got to really be prepared. So I don't know that it's for everyone. You might want to find um, a great place for dinner. This is what we're going to do this year. <laughs> find a great place for dinner, have some cocktails, and then get back to the apartment and watch it on TV. That's a good way to do it. But if you do end up doing this experience, it sounds like a one-of-a-kind thing. Like, it's going to be a pretty magical moment when, you know, the, the new year comes in and just the buzz and everything sounds pretty exciting. Yeah, I think it's a pretty a safe experience. You know, there's clearly lots and lots of security, but everybody's there. You know, New Yorkers and, and people who visit are there because they're happy to be and it's, it's not, the energy is really, really nice. Fantastic. And I really enjoyed reading your 10 best things to do in New York during Christmas article, which can be found on your website, carriegreenzin.com. Tell us more about your website. Oh, thank you for asking. Um, it's a project that I work very hard on um, because I love, love, love to travel and I love to talk about where I go. So I'm really happy to take photos everywhere I go and describe to people so that they can have a heads up of what are some of the best things to do and where to go and how to do it. I always love to hear from my readers also when they give me tips that I can share. You know, I just enjoy sharing with the travel community so that people can enjoy all the things that I love to see and do too. Awesome. And then one more thing, just remind us where we can stay connected with you and your travel adventures on social media. Well, certainly my blog, um, also Instagram and Pinterest and Facebook, all at Carrie Green's in. Wonderful. Carrie, thank you again so much for joining me today. I had so much fun talking through this list of 10 things to do around Christmas time in New York City. Um, yeah, thanks again so much. Thank you so much. Good to see you again. A big DBE thank you to Carrie. It was so great getting to chat with her about New York City during the holidays. I highly recommend you check out her website, carriegreenzin.com, to find some more wonderful travel articles. You can also stay connected with Carrie on social media. She's on Instagram, Pinterest, and Facebook, and you can find all those social media links down in the show notes. Remember, no matter where you're listening to Destinations Beyond Expectations, hit that subscribe or follow button, give the show a like on social media, and tell your friends about DBE. That's all I've got for today. Thanks so much for tuning in, and I will talk to you soon.